all of a sudden, from around that little corner, I see these neon green figures floating towards me. And he said, what is that? And I moved the branch and I looked and it was this big, hairy something. It was the weirdest feeling and I just was like, I just want to get out of here. It was so real to me and nobody believed me. She started saying, I don't want to go upstairs because of the ghost The ghosts are up there. So that is my ghost story. Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF. This is the podcast that's all about real-life ghost stories told by the people who experience them. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fisk. I'm Rebecca Black. And we're taking a little bit of a break right now. Mm-hmm. We're going to be back in mid-July with season two. Yeah, all season two, stories. Baby. Exactly. Oh, and make sure you're sending your ghost stories yes, to please. us. Get them that email address again. Hauntedafpodcast at gmail.com. But since we're taking a little bit of time off, we thought we would go back and focus on some of our favorite stories along the way. This time, it's all about haunted houses. Hmm. So Beverly reached out to us pretty early on and she has a very involved ghost story. Tell us about this house you were in. We bought it in 2000. I would come home from work in Mrs. Anderson's bathroom and I call it Mrs. Anderson's house. That's that she built it. And in, in the Mrs. Anderson's bathroom, she had a three-way mirror installed. Well, in that three-way mirror, I had put a tall plant stand and a bushel basket of hydrangeas. Okay. She must not have liked hydrangeas because <laughs> I would come home from work and the, the bushel basket would be upside, what would it be upside down? It would just be laying over by the side and flowers would be thrown over to the other side of the bathroom. Whoa, like she kicked it and then ripped it apart. Who doesn't like hydrangeas? Yeah, yeah. Those are beautiful. Who doesn't like hydrangeas, especially pretty big pink ones? Oh my gosh. And you know, I got brave one day and I thought, you know what, I'm, I'm going to show her that she's not going to win before I had really talked harshly to her. <laughs> so, <laughs> you had to get firm with the ghost, Miss Anderson. Miss Anderson, that's enough out of you. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. So in the bathroom, I thought, I have a beautiful depression glass. I'm a depression glass girl. And not only is it not going to be pink, it's going to be blue, the cobalt blue. And I'm going to put it on the plant stand and the pink hydrangeas are going back in there. Yeah. Came home that night, the flowers were thrown out across the bathroom floor and the depression glass bowl, which was extremely delicate, <gasps> was laying over there by itself. But it but wasn't broken? gently put it down oh, for no. you. Yeah, no, no. She, she she didn't want to break it because it came from her era, you know. Yeah. yeah she, she appreciated some of my finer things. She might have been a little scared of you by then too if you were starting to like, yeah, you know. Yeah, like get firm. The, the last time it happened, I walked in and I said, Mrs. Anderson, let me tell you something. Yes, I know this is your home, but I am the boss here now. So if you want to do things with me, you have to get my permission first. So until you get my permission, don't mess with my flowers. You told her off. You know, she hid for a while. She was real upset for a while. It didn't come out and didn't play. And uh, and then here it comes again. Tell the story about what Mrs. Anderson would do anytime you guys were trying to get frisky. Oh, she loved that desk. I always figured she was giving us pointers. Um, You know, The husband and I have been married for 46 years. I don't care which room we were in. She would come in and turn the lights on bright. <laughs> she had to see and, and it all. So, <laughs> the first couple of times, you know, it, was, it, was a, it was a showstopper the first couple of times. <laughs> and, then it got to where, and then it got to where, you know, Mrs. Anderson, I know you're jealous, honey. But, uh, you know, this is just the way it's going to be in this house. So oh, yeah. It may not have happened like that when you were here with Mr. Anderson, but <laughs> you can turn the lights on and watch and you can turn the lights off. It doesn't matter to me. She did. She just wanted to watch. She just wanted a show. Oh, I just love that you guys were like, we're going with we're it. We're going. Yeah. If you're enjoying the show, yeah. we're enjoying the show. Yeah. 
No, no show after that. Hello, my name is Kathy, and this is my ghost story. So I grew up in South Louisiana in, an, in a house, a very small house for the amount of people that lived there. In fact, there were nine of us in this house uh, that my parents initially, when they bought it, was only a two-bedroom, one-bath. And they put an add-on on it for the girls because there were a lot more girls than uh, my one older brother at that time. So he had his own bedroom. My parents had their bedroom. And the add-on was for the four girls <laughs> at that time. Yeah. So there were four beds. In, so this, this add-on was pretty big. Well, anyway, when I was a little kid, I'm talking five, six, seven. I was a light sleeper. I'm still a light sleeper. And I still get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, just like I did when I was a little kid. Well, sometimes when I would wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I would have to wait for the lady to go away. And this was not a lady who lived with us. Not my mom, not my grandma. It was a lady, an African-American lady wearing wireframe glasses and a white dress and white shoes. In fact, she reminded me of the attendance at my um, grandfather, who was a Baptist minister at his church. There used to be attendance to help people who would fall out when they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And she kind of reminded me of the way they would dress because they were always in white. So I would have to wait for her to go away so I could go to the bathroom. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I know it's weird. It's true. But that that's who I would see. Okay, so years later, I'm having dinner with my brother. And we're talking about the way the house looks now because after my parents passed away, my uh, one of my older sisters bought the house for herself. And she redesigned, she knocked down walls. In fact, what she did was she connected what used to be my brother's bedroom to my parents' bedroom to make herself a big, you know, master suite. And he said, do you remember the, the house, uh, or rather not the house, the twin bed that used to be in our parents' bedroom? And I said, yeah, that was, I assumed that that was in there because we would, you know, sometimes get sick and they'd want to be close to us in the middle of the night. Also to separate us from the rest of the kids mm -hmm. so that everybody wouldn't get sick. And he said, no, that twin bed was for me. And I said, what do you mean? He said, whenever the lady would float <gasps> past my bedroom, right? would run into our parents' bedroom and get in that bed. And I said, oh, wait, stop. What lady? Who are you talking about? He said, yeah, the old African-American lady in the white dress that would float past my bedroom on her way to your bedroom. <laughs> and I said, oh, my God, no. I can't believe that you saw her, too. And he's like, yeah, you saw her. I said, yes. I said, I didn't tell you guys about it because I knew you would make fun of me. Come on, big family, older brothers and sisters, you guys made fun of me all the time. So I knew if I said I saw a ghost, next thing you know, you're making fun of me. And he said, yeah, we would have made fun of you. <laughs> I said, well, why didn't you tell anybody? He said, mom used to see her too. She told me not to tell the girls because he didn't want, she didn't want you guys to be afraid. And I started laughing. I said, great. All of this secrecy around this ghost. He said, yeah. And I said, describe her again. He said, old African-American lady, white dress, and glasses. I said, there you go. I said, how many people see ghosts who wear glasses? <laughs> so yes, that was my ghost as well. So David, tell us what happened. Way back in the day, back when I was at Yahoo, we bought a 1921 house that had been partially restored. And we thought, hey, this looks like fun. <laughs> and we thought we'd do some more restoring and uh, didn't have any idea about the background of the house. It was really kind of cool arts and crafts style house and it was wow. pretty well preserved. But things came with the house we weren't really aware of. And so 
In fact, we had painters be doing all the upstairs bedrooms. And Margaret and I went in one night. It was kind of late, and we were just checking things out. And they were almost complete. And I remember turning off the light, and I heard a whoosh sound, like someone mocking you, like going blowing out a candle. And I thought Margaret did it. And she's like, I didn't do that. She goes, I thought you did. I said, no, I think we should leave. <laughs> that, that was our first thing that happened. But then we had all those traditional things that people talk about. You know, we had like the drafts that would happen all of a sudden and get cold. And this would even happen like in the summertime at night. It was really eerie or there'd be a really strong perfume smell. Mm. And neither of us had bought that perfume. And it smelled like something really old, like maybe your grandmother would wear. Yeah. And then it would just go away. So... You would think we'd start getting the hint that we should move, but we didn't. And (laughs) so we had friends come stay with us while their kitchen was being remodeled. And they stayed in the guest bedroom and they reported hearing sounds and odd things. And I said, well, it's probably just raccoons. (laughs) So one evening, his wife was taking a shower in the bathroom and the light switch turned off while the door was shut. And she thought I did it as a prank. And I'm like, A, I wouldn't open the door when you're showering. Yeah, right. And B, I wouldn't turn the light out. So they had a couple of other scary things happened in the bedroom and the next day they left us a note said hey we moved over to the hilton i hope that's okay (laughs) they left the house wow because because they were getting messed with by the ghost oh my gosh and it just kept one night we went downstairs and we heard a bang like something had fallen Mm. and i thought maybe a painting or something had fallen off the wall well several doors in the kitchen cabinets were open and uh, like wide open. Mm -mm. I couldn't figure out why or how that happened. That was really creepy. That's like that Paranormal Activity movie. Or The Sixth Sense. The Sixth Sense where everything's open. Everything opens and no one's moved. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and it wasn't your wife. Mm -hmm. It was that or really, really good, well-trained raccoon that was kind of scary. (laughs) I don't know any raccoon smart enough to open all the doors quietly. I know. You keep going back to the raccoon thing, honey. I don't think think that's it. Dang. One of the scariest things happened when um, I was upstairs. Margaret had been on a trip and I heard walking and noises and I thought, okay guys. So I turned on the hall light with this really big giant hallway gallery upstairs. I turn on the light I go, look, you're going to have to expletive, keep it quiet. <laughs> we're all going to live here. Well, as soon as I said that, the blinds in the guest no! bedroom fell down and I hightailed it out of there and met a friend at a bar and I said, I need a drink. I was looking at, uh, again, hauntedrooms.com <laughs> and I'm trying to get these people on the Oh, that would be so fun. They've got a Facebook page. They've got a contact. Nothing. I have been all over stalking these people. So they ghosted you? Oh. Oh, I'll see what I did there. Yeah, you're going to get spanked for that. (laughs) Um, But anyhow, hauntedrooms.com has this deal where they are going to spend the night at the Hill House, Mm -hmm. which is right down the street from the Baker Hotel and Mineral Wells. Have you ever seen the Hill House? No. This place, when you drive by Hill House, it's like one of those places, it feels like there's monsters inside trying to pull you in. That's how creepy this place oh. is. Yeah, and I've got pictures on the Facebook page. Go and look. It's just creepy. Yeah. So they're going to let you spend the night in that place. <sighs> I, I'm already like kind of sweating thinking about that. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's great. You can even go on TripAdvisor and look at pictures of people who spent the night there. Do you have to spend the night? Can you just stay for a few hours and then roll out when you get scared? <laughs> you can do whatever you want, Rebecca. You can. And thank you for saying that because that's like, put me in the comfort inn down yeah, the street. Yeah. And when you look at the TripAdvisor photos, there's a couple of pictures of a bunch of people like sitting on the sofa and laying with their heads on each other's shoulders and it's like this is the reality of ghost hunting Uh it sounds like it's gonna be so 
scary. No, you're sleeping on some gross sofa that smells like pee. Yeah. Waiting for something to come down the stairs. It's at like you. six hours of total utter boredom. But then that 15 minutes window where something actually happens, it's the coolest thing on earth. And exactly. you tell everybody to go ghost hunt. <laughs> and it could be yours for $119. So this is coming up June 29th and June 28th. Okay. Which my birthday is June 30th. Oh. So at first I was like, oh, we should go and do this. Yeah, birthday and trip. Then I saw the TripAdvisor photos. I was oh. like, oh, hell no, we're not going to do. But <laughs> wait, what is the TripAdvisor like review or the stars? I didn't even look at the stars. <laughs> and it's like one star. Then, you know, we have to go there. Then we have to go. We have to go. But here's OK. I went on the website for is hauntedhillhouse.com. It has direct ties to the Baker Hotel. It was a brothel supplying working girls and bootleg for it for a while. Ooh. Several deaths have been reported in the house. It's inhabited by nine spirits. Again, this is according to Hill House's own website. Uh, the most unusual and dominant is that of a little boy uh, who inhabits it upstairs. He was a disfigured child born to one of the working girls. Okay. One of the owners reportedly fell in a well <gasps> out back and died. Yeah, very ring sounding. That is terrifying. Um, let's see. And the several people died from a flu outbreak, including the former owner, Deborah Renfo. Uh, they say many people become nauseous. They get headaches and ill upon entering the house. Some are visited by a malevolent spirit the next day. So it's one of those where you get to take something home oh, with you. Oh, yay! Paranormal groups have had balls moved by the little boy spirit. Several have had things thrown at them. Over 70 people, over 70 people have been scratched and two have been bitten. Oh, so if you follow us on Facebook at all, and if you don't, please go find the Haunted AF Facebook page. You've seen Laura. Laura is like our first Uber fan. Yeah. And she has been bugging us since the very beginning saying, I have a story for you. I have a story for you. Oh, did she have a story? Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. Uh, Laura, when she was little, she grew up in this house that was built in, I think it was, I'm sorry, 1888. Okay. Not renovated until the 1940s and then not renovated at all until they moved into it. Wow. So we finally got Laura on the phone. Laura, are you there? Hello. So, Laura, now you have to tell us all about this haunted house you were living in. Well, you know, this was back in the 60s, and, you know, we grew up in a neighborhood most of our life, the same neighborhood and same two or three blocks. Uh, There's always a story about, you know, this old lady lived in the house, and when she died, she was never going to leave the house. And, like, our first night that we lived there... We had those old-fashioned push-button light switches, and all night long we would hear click, 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 and the lights never came on. And my parents said, you know, why were we messing with the lights? And I said, we weren't. And that was like the very first night we stayed there. Mm. And then uh, there was a couple of times that, uh, you know, you'd be in the house and you you see in your periphery, you see shadows like behind you and walking. And we all, you know, I have five sisters and we would all see these things. Ugh. Me being the oldest, I would, I would babysit at night. Oh, God. And uh, I would sit really close to the front door because that's where the stairs were to go upstairs to the bedrooms. And I was sitting there one night and my one sister, Teresa, come literally floating down the stairs. She never touched the step. This is my sister. <laughs> She's with me. Wait, 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 and wait, wait. She never touched. She never touched those stairs coming down, and she was just wailing. And I kind of got her back up to bed, and she just scared us. Wait, just just to so, clarify. Uh, wait, just to clarify. She didn't come floating down. That's just how fast she ran down the stairs. No, 
She never touched the stairs. Like she floated. She floated down the stairs? Like something was holding yes. her up kind of a thing? She just come down those steps, never, her feet never touched the stairs. Did it? We told her parents, my parents thought we were just joking. But she had actually done it again. And my what? parents were there and saw her. And she was probably about... Seven or eight. Seven or eight years old. The thing about Teresa is she always wanted to become a nun when she got old. Oh, dude, stop it. No. <laughs> no. No, don't bring nuts into this. Oh, no. I, oh, God. Oh, my. I've seen one too many scary nuns. <laughs> I know. This, I'm immediately. She had done this a second time. And uh, I'm going to let Sue tell you this one because she, she, my voice goes in and out, but I'm going to let Sue tell you this part. Okay, thanks. So Sue. one night we were all sitting around by my mom and our trick was, hey, mom, we'll brush your hair or we'll massage your feet or your back so we can stay up later. Right. Well, my sister Teresa was asleep upstairs and all of a sudden she just kind of floated down the steps and we're all looking and my mom is like shocked and she comes up to my mother and she starts wailing and she goes, oh, I think I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> and my mom just laughs her across the face. Oh, no. And my dad's like, don't do that. You know, she could be sleepwalking. And possessed. so we took her back up the stairs. <laughs> they make her sleep with me. No. And I'm like the chicken little of the family. I don't like. I'm scared of everything. Props to your mom and in for the being night, smart. She has no fingernails. What? And she is ripping my back up with nails, no. with her fingernails. No. And now she, Teresa had done this a couple of times. And when she did, the lady told her to kill no. Laura, which is me, and my brother Rick. That's Amityville no. Horror. No. That is the yeah, plot of the Amityville Horror. Horror story. But, you know, the neighborhood kids wouldn't even come in the house. I, I mean, wouldn't. We, like I said, we've lived in this place forever in this neighborhood. Wait. Yeah, this is. Do yeah. you do you still live there? No, no, no. Oh we this God. was in Cleveland, Ohio. We moved to Texas in 1973, and we were afraid that this woman was going to follow us. Wow. But uh, the house is still pretty much. But yeah, I sent you the pictures. Yeah. And it's like the only house on the street yeah. that has not been touched. Oh my gosh! I mean, it, it, it looks. You probably shouldn't. Different. I I mean, because it sounds like if this woman was that mad that you yeah. guys were just living there, can you imagine if how you change the wallpaper? If you yeah, you're, you're screwed. But it's that house. I love the picture you sent because it's like you can tell that place is haunted. I do have a couple of questions. Is is your sister? Yeah. Does does your sister remember floating? Yeah, she does because it actually scared her. And well, yeah. Her, yeah. And we actually had, you know, because we're, we were born and raised Catholic. My parents had the priest come and bless the house several times. And uh, Kent State University had like a paranormal group. And they came out and stayed like a week or so and set up some uh, equipment. No and, way. you know, and the only thing they said that there was something evil in the house. But yeah, no, nothing else. Really bad in the house. Wait, it's, it wasn't Ed yeah. and Lorraine Warren, I, was that's it? That's what I'm. I, I, yeah, you weren't the that? Conjuring family, were you? No, no, no. Just one, it was just, just like you know, it. The, the neighborhood, you know, people and stuff would say, you know, when she died, that she said she was never going to leave the house, and you know, like I said, there was a story about her, her family wanting to go back to Italy back in the 30s and 40s, and she said she was 
never going to leave the house. Um, mysteriously, her her family disappeared, or the story was that she murdered her husband and her uh, kids, and she told everybody they went back to Italy, and she stayed in the house. This might be like one of the scariest ghost stories I've yes. heard. Yes. I mean, I can, first of all, I can't even get we, past the We lived there for like five, almost five years, and I mean, there, there was things disappearing. We weren't allowed to go. We weren't allowed to be in the house by ourselves. Yeah. Like my brother, he had come home one night. He, had, he was kind of staying with us and he would uh, climb up the back porch and into his room that was like the attic bedroom uh, and the old lady that was her sewing room and he had come in and he swears to God that she was sitting in a rocking chair just rocking and she was saying yes, yes, yes and he was saying no, no, no <laughs> and he run down the stairs and he got in bed with my parents and he was 19 and that's no, how scared he was. <laughs> Well, I even have another one better than that. No way! Tell it! (laughs) We have, like I said, upstairs there was like three bedrooms. And uh, me and my sister Debbie and Sue, we shared one one bedroom. It was early in the morning, like six or seven o'clock in the morning, like on a weekend. And we heard a voice going... Debbie, 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 and it was kind of like an echoing sound, and then it was like, what, what, what? And then it was like, come here, come here, come here. And it was like, no, no, no. And all three of us literally sat up together and looked at each other. It's like, what's going on? All right, guys, remember to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever your favorite platform is. Also, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Instagram. Did you like the way I said Twitter? 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 (laughs) Thanks to our board, I'm Ziggy Becker, and to Andrew Mamaliga for our theme song. And also to On Air Media for their titles and technical support. And of course, we gotta thank you for listening to Haunted AF. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you, baby. Oh, <laughs> I'll come back and haunt you too, Rebecca. Ah!